0: His name is Gar Robinson, your LMP3 winner. We caught up with him earlier after he won the Daytona 24 Hour. Man, uh, so you're 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 hoping to run out of fingers with these 24, 24 hour wins, huh? Uh,
1: I think we're I think we're going on I think we're going for just appendages first, then we'll go to fingers. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
0: ah, it's greatness. All right, here we go. <laughs> Freak Nation LMP3 winner again from your Daytona 24-hour. Gar Robinson joining us here in the Freak Nation in the Lucas Oil Studios, uh, hanging out in his bus, holding on to his phone. If you're watching this on YouTube and Twitch and Facebook Live, uh, you look a little gassed, man. Like you just ran a 24-minute <laughs> race. You're
1: a little yeah, tired, huh? Uh, I guess I look. I look. I get. We don't really go for. Uh the goal never really is post-race aesthetics but we are i am what i am i guess
0: yeah that that hair looks a little matted down like you
1: wore a lid for a a few hours buddy yeah well more of a beanie it was really really cold it was like 30 something degrees all weekend so or like all night so it was tire temps were not were not easy to get and uh yeah there's it was quite cold for florida and i thought I thought people go to Florida to be to escape the cold winter from up north, but I guess it found us here.
2: Yeah, and post-race aesthetics are not necessary when you're a winner, for crying out loud, and now it's two years in a row, and you're the champion, you can just tell Kenny to put it where the sun don't shine, you know? Whoa. Yeah. Wow. That's brutal. yeah. It's, it's, it's he says, yeah, as a matter of fact, yeah, Kenny, you should.
0: Holy smokes. <laughs> uh, fighting words, Gar Robinson. <laughs> do what i said those are fighting words man (laughs) no we had to go
1: we had someone trying to get in the motorhome got it throw pillows at them
0: cool (laughs) hey you you talked about the 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 cold and i haven't heard too many drivers complain about it uh was it better than running in you know 85 degree 90 percent humidity
1: when it was 30 degrees (laughs) yes for me because i'm i i'm quite the sweater but uh (laughs) The only problem the I, I liked the temperature. The temperature was fine until I started losing like feeling in my feet. So we have oh. like a so, uh, it, but I bet for like for a guy that has like a, a a front engine car, I bet I bet they were loving it. But uh, it was it was getting a little bit chilly. I uh, this is why I kind of don't go snow skiing anymore. I kind of am more of a waters water sports kind of guy now. But uh, no, it was it was it was pretty chilly. Uh, I think. I think when I started, it was maybe low 40s, high 30s, and then uh, toward the end of the night, or the middle of the night, it got to be like 33 degrees. I think I saw, but uh, I, I started out like four hours in the car uh, for the first stint, and uh, uh, my 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 feet were pretty for pretty uh, pretty chilly by the end of it.
2: Oh, so you're you're not talking about your feet being chilly, sitting in the pit box, or basically waiting out for your next turn to drive. You're talking about as no, a we're, driver.
1: we're talking about 180-mile-an-hour oh. oh! Oh, <laughs> and,
2: uh, my gosh. Never yeah. even thought of that.
1: Yeah. but uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's no, not we comfortable. Had, we had most of, the, uh, most of the, um, the front foot box taped up as best we could, and uh, the... the all the vents kind of come in. We got most of them in. Most of them taped up. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty chilly. But, I mean, I, as long, it could be whatever temperature it wanted to be. As long as it wasn't raining, I was just fine.
2: Okay. So, even with a lack of tire grip and your feet almost frostbitten, you were A-okay. Because, guess what? You still brought home the win. Yay. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <So>. Wow.
3: <laughs> Gar Robinson, you won the first LMP3 race and almost... Everyone since then you dominate this class you like staying there or maybe moving up to something faster where you may not be as dominant i think we might i think we want to stay here for a little bit um until something uh,
1: until uh until the better opportunity or better class or opportunity uh, for students itself i know in the next uh, the next few years there's going to be a lot of different changes in the IMSA uh the IMSA paddock or the emsa uh class structure and stuff i think some classes are changing styles of cars and and stuff like that like these cars are so uh they're such a large investment initially um so we never really want to uh we'd like to kind of get the most out of our investment when we buy a car or buy or start a program with a specific type of car because when you start you have to you have to have spares and engines and you do development and all sorts of testing and the the team starts to know that specific car and then when you decide to change cars you you have to kind of restart the whole the whole process again and go do that again so um we like LMP3 a lot right now um but i think in the future uh definitely definitely something uh, a little bit more probably will be well, it's probably definitely in our in our uh, in our sights, but for now, I think we're uh, we're going to focus on um, 2022 and uh, trying to defend our, our championship from 2021.
3: Has the domination made your phone a lot busier from sponsors? <laughs> and how can we get involved in cars that are always at the front? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it, it gets it gets a little bit busier.
1: I've had I've had a couple different. Uh, couple different uh offers and stuff like that but uh cool um but yeah just people being real supportive and uh a lot of followers and stuff like that coming in uh, but
3: uh can you tell them to send me a big box of that when you're talking to them on the phone
1: (laughs) i'll do i'll do my best (laughs) but uh
2: Gar, you had referenced at some point last year, we're talking to Gar Robinson, LMP3 winner from Daytona, back-to-back wins at the Rolex 24 Hours, of course, last year's champion in the LMP3 class as well. And you had mentioned after your championship, I don't know if this was at the banquet or at an interview sometime after that, that you learn every time you're out on the track? You learn almost every lap something different. What did you learn in the off-season and what did you learn throughout this race to keep this momentum that you guys have going?
1: Well, I mean, for for this, for, well, all the momentum all the momentum kind of uh, we gained a lot of momentum last year and I learned a lot about these cars and because I came from Trans Am and GT cars so going from something like that, which is a little bit heavier, uh, not as much downforce, less tires, uh, a little bit more power, but still heavier and just all around different driving style cars. Um, having to learn how to deal with a, a car that's primarily using downforce and much lighter and, and, uh, just drives a completely different way. Um, was, was it had its challenges But, um, it's, it's really funny. So like, uh, so last year was my first professor, my first full season in a prototype car. And then the year before was my first full season in IMSA. So it was fun. It was weird because it was funny because like, I was the younger kid or I was the younger guy. Um, I was, I was, uh, 25, 26, uh, Mm -hmm. between those two seasons. And, uh, I was learning a lot from my co-drivers and, uh, uh, some people who coached me and I I was just learning a lot as, uh, an up and coming driver. And it was really funny because, so I turned 27 a couple of weeks ago, a week or so, or two weeks ago. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, so now I'm starting to get onto that late twenties now. So it's I'm getting up there now, I guess. Whoa! Oh, but, uh,
2: no. hey, you old bastard! But, uh, you are weird. not even <laughs> close to old. <laughs> but, it
1: was, but it was weird because so. Um, none of my co-drivers this year were my co-driver or were my co-drivers for the 24 Hours last year. Right. So and I had more Rolex 24 Hour starts than everyone on the team all the drivers on the team so it was it, it kind of made me step back or change my role from someone who's trying as much as much as they can to learn. I am still I still do try and learn as much as I can for myself um but it went from uh going and relying on someone else uh teaching me what to do to going out and uh trying to uh, tell how or trying to uh, educate and uh, get people familiar with all the experiences and stuff that I've had in these cars and with this race. Cause it's not just, I mean, this race isn't just about being fast. I mean, having pace and stuff really helps, but you really do need to, you really do need to have good racecraft and have really good mechanical sympathy to the car and just run a smart race and, I just tried to relay as much as information that I know to, to my, my co drivers who had never run this car in the twenty four hours before, just <laughs> what what goes on in this race. And that's that's what we tried that's what I it was weird trying it was it was just a it was probably the first time it was the first time in my racing career that I've I've started to do that. So that was I really did enjoy that. So that that really did make a make this this year uh, or this twenty four hours. And they're uh,
2: probably cool. They're probably mad at you for not suggesting toe warmers. So now next year, you know to be equipped with those.
1: Well, I I I, I was the first one in the car, so I got to tell, I I I was the guy that told him uh, to tape the nose up, and that that helped a lot. <gasps> but but uh, oh,
2: so you your first stint was without the front taped, so that was the coldest that you could possibly be potentially right there.
3: Yes. Yes. Oh. Bam. Oh, no point. Yeah. Bueno. Oh. And you know, and, yeah what's it like being in an lmp3 car i thought about this last year and it just came to mind again when you mentioned challenges what's it like to be in an lmp3 car and the uh the dpi's come along and they're what 30 40 miles an hour faster <laughs> and they're flashing their lights at night that you, it must be a challenge to get out of their way
1: well i mean you kind of have to. i mean there's 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 certain things that you can do to try there's there's only so much that you can kind of do to communicate between drivers out of class and stuff like that and so i mean it's it's but you can also use uh quicker cars and stuff like when you're battling with someone else or something like that you can kind of hold those cars and try and send them uh at a specific time so they catch the car in front of you and slow them down so you can you can benefit from that but i mean i mean when you're out there by yourself or leading or something like that, um, a lot of people, some people, I don't understand why, but they'll try and race a car out of class to a corner or whatever. But usually it's, it's a lot more beneficial to, to let them buy as easily as possible and, and, uh, try and get through, try and make, try and, uh, get through corners, single file as much as you possibly can. But, uh, <laughs> just you got to measure out your risks in all in all different situations and and stuff and we rely a lot on our spotters and stuff like that especially at Daytona cuz um there, it's uh daylight night so uh there's that but for the most part i mean you kind of kind of just have to be smart with it you i mean it's kind of nice because i was i i've i've been kind of in not in dpi scenario but uh, at least in, in going to prototypes now, I'm I'm not the I'm not the uh, the slowest class anymore. So I I, <laughs> I kind of understand what it's like to pass and to be passed. So um, I can I kind of try and do my best. What I would want someone else to move out, and how I would want someone else to treat me, I race them that way.
0: Hey, Gar, do okay. you, uh, did you change up your drink of choice after this Daytona 24-hour? I mean, are you drinking anything high dollar post-race or what?
1: Oh, no, no, no. No. Oh, post-race?
0: Yeah, post-race. Yeah. What,
1: yeah. Uh, Celebratory. I don't know. I don't know. Probably, probably getting some Red Bull stuff or something. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, not, anything high, not anything high dollar. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Oh. So, there you go. Okay. Any, you go. Not anything yeah. high dollar, but All right. just uh,
0: yeah. Just settle down. You'll just get this, man. cheap
1: in Daytona tonight, I think. Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: Hey Gar, congratulations <laughs> on this, man. It's uh, it's a big win for you, and uh, you're you're covering up those wrists with Rolex, buddy. It's badass. Yeah.
1: Huh. We're gonna try. We're gonna try our best, and uh, we're gonna get. Uh, now we'll take this momentum and there move go. on to Sebring and try and do, try and get the uh, the thirty six hours of Florida. Yes. Yes. Gar
0: Robinson here in the Freak Nation.